Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. And now from our news desk. Under new guidance, districts can decide when to reopen. So, when will they? Governor Brown shifts decision to teach in-person to local officials by Ashley Moreno. Governor Kate Brown says school districts can decide locally when to resume in-person instruction, district by district, school by school, according to a recent letter addressed to the Oregon Department of Education and the Oregon Health Authority. Previously, Oregon's COVID-19 health metrics for returning to in-person instruction established requirements for reopening schools after closing buildings due to the threat of COVID-19. Brown's December 23rd letter makes the framework advisory rather than mandatory. The letter also said she hopes more schools, especially elementary schools, will transition to in-person teaching by February 15th. Both the Ben Lapine and Redmond school districts issued statements addressing the governor's new guidance. Laura Nordquist, interim superintendent for Ben Lapine Schools, said in a statement that she started connecting with district and association leaders on December 23rd, the same day the governor's letter came out, and will continue to expand the conversation to others over the winter break, hoping to establish a schedule for a phased return. Redmond Superintendent Sharan Klein said in a statement that they also met Monday to start work on a safe and staged reopening strategy with the hope of hitting the governor's February 15th date. We have been planning for this eventuality for months, and we will be able to communicate our concrete plan soon, Klein stated. This will depend on coordination between the Redmond School District and the Deschutes County Health Department. It also depends on everyone doing their part to drive down the spread of the disease by wearing masks and social distancing. As the governor has shifted decision-making authority back to local officials, we will take seriously our responsibility for community health. In her letter, Brown said she directed OHA to partner with schools to access on-site rapid testing of people displaying symptoms of COVID-19 and those with potential exposure. She hopes this will protect students and staff while minimizing quarantine times in public schools that resume in-person instruction. Last week, she also prioritized educators and school staff for the next round of COVID-19 vaccinations, a group that will also include people over the age of 75 and other essential workers. One of the things I know for sure is our educators, school staff, and child care providers and early learning educators must be at the top of the list in Oregon's next round of vaccines, she said in a press briefing December 22nd. Our kids need to know they're number one and that we are doing everything we can to get them back to our classrooms. Brown's shift to let local officials decide when to open schools comes during a surge in COVID-19 cases. Under the previously mandatory, now advisory, framework, Ben Lapine is not on track to begin opening. According to the district's website, as of December 21st, the earliest possible transition to a hybrid model or expand limited in-person instruction would be January 11th. To move to a hybrid model of on-site and distance learning, a district needed fewer than 100 cases per 100,000 people. As of press time, Ben Lapine was reporting 377 cases per 100,000 people. 
However, caseloads have been declining in the state over the past two weeks. In a press release, John Larson, president of the Oregon Education Association, called the governor's announcement abrupt. He expressed concern that the announcement did not include a plan for rolling out the changes, which will result in an increasingly disparate patchwork of return plans throughout the state's public education system, creating uncertainty in a moment when clarity has never been more crucial, Larson said. Moreover, Governor Brown's decision to make this announcement in the middle of the holiday season means that nearly 70,000 educators employed in Oregon's K-12 public schools and the families of the more than 580,000 students who are educated in them will now spend their holidays trying to understand what these changes mean for their lives and their livelihoods, he said. While the previous health metric framework is now advisory, all districts must still follow the state's Ready Schools Safe Learners guidance. Unless otherwise replaced, that framework will continue to guide school operation through June 30th. The framework requires every school to demonstrate to the community that it can operate in a safe manner, adhering to protocols that try to keep students, staff, and families safe. These requirements include regularly cleaning and disinfecting facilities in the environment and maximizing airflow and ventilation. They also touch on keeping classes in small and as stable cohorts as possible, as well as planning for how to prepare students for isolation and quarantine. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.